Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app.
Welcome to the July 14th edition of Look at My Records. We kick things off with a couple of songs from New Myths and Big Bliss. They're playing at Hard Times Liquor today at 4.30. New Myths, It Burns Through Your Armor, followed by Big Bliss Fortune. New Myths, we heard Hal and Big Bliss Ponzi. But now we're here with the wonderful No Swoon joining me in studio. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Doing all right. Thanks for having us. Oh, of course. I'm happy to have you guys. It's been a good year for you guys. You guys put out two singles, really getting things going with the group. Mm-hmm. How did everything start for you guys? And if you want to just take a second to introduce yourselves as well. Yeah, uh, Zach Nestlepat, member of No Swoon. I play synthesizers and bass. I'm Tasha Abbott. I play guitar and sing. Um, the project funny enough, kind of started out totally different. Um, we were actually doing like a- acoustic folk style stuff probably like three years ago and then just wasn't feeling it. So I went back home to California. I got an electric guitar and some pedals. Pink. I bought a synthesizer. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, let's just play. So that's actually where we wrote um, the first song still was out in California a couple still. of years ago. Mm-hmm. And so how did you decide to make that transition? What inspired it? Because I did read about that, that you guys had uh, sort of more of a folk, indie folk project. Mm-hmm. And then maybe around 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. you guys kind of transitioned into more of this dream pop, shoegaze yeah. type of sound. I think so. We actually had... Uh, we were playing with our drummer Ricky who unfortunately can't be here today um, back then it just wasn't feeling right I think a lot of people were doing it something just wasn't vibing Um, and I grew up listening to all of the 80s new wave and goth music from my mom so I kind of revisited that and just I don't know it felt right I don't know about you yeah I mean (laughs) for me it kind of all came from getting like a new instrument and sort of entering the sandbox of subtractive synthesis and learning what it is and just making weird sounds and seeing how it can uh, work and, and, and combine. And then when I actually ended up going to LA and spending some time, and that's where we wrote this stuff and we came together, we realized without really talking about it that there was this like new thing that mm-hmm. was kind of bubbling. Uh, and, you know, we, we, we were both listening to a lot of, like, the dream pop stuff, Cocteau Twins, Slow Dive, Beach House, uh, and then just sort of uh, going full force in, in that direction. These songs just sort mm-hmm. of appeared. Yeah, we started out um, just playing to, like, a drum track that Zach would create, and we did this really mini tour all across the yeah. country, which was actually a lot of fun. Um and then met back up with Ricky. As No Swood? As Did you tour as actually, No Swood? Actually, we, we were still heirs at that time. Okay, cool. Spelled A-E-R-S. Which was the name of the, the folk project. Yeah. And then uh, once we got back and joined back up with Ricky, we were like, all right, this is it. We need a... And we always knew that we wanted a live drummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a matter of... We didn't really know too many people in L.A. Um, and we knew we were going to be back in New York, so we wanted to find someone New York-based. When we came back, we uh, reached out and tried a bunch of different people. Um, And, I mean, Ricky's great. So you mentioned, and I've read, that you're both 
went to music school. You went to Berkeley in Boston. Mm -hmm. You both have different musical backgrounds. You're really into classical and jazz. Mm -hmm. How would you say your different backgrounds have influenced the music that you make specifically? And how have you taken Mm -hmm. basically studying as a musician for most of your life? And how does that differ when you're in a band taking those experiences? I try really hard to not have the world <laughs> yeah, across. Pretty much. Well, it might be different but, for how, you, how do you, but... <laughs> how do you stop that from getting in? Because I have to think that you're you're predisposed to liking, oh, I like the way this sounds. How do you kind of shut it out? That's interesting to yeah. me. Yeah. For me, it's really easy because I studied music therapy a little bit, so I wasn't as focused on composition and all that um and music for me has always just been an emotional experience just something fun to listen to or i don't know feeling down you just blast it so for me when i'm writing it's more about the feeling i don't really think about i don't even know what chords i'm playing half of the time or what notes so um yeah i mean uh, for me it's it's easy and i think this is also uh the gear thing because I, I my home is upright bass and I don't play upright bass and no swoon because <laughs> it wouldn't work uh, so I think it's easy for me to s- sort of split um, when I'm playing you know synthesizers it's it's just a different mentality and approach but what I mean what, what I do pull from studying music and being a, a jazz musician is sort of like a, an approach to writing music and thinking about music and listening to music um, and thinking a lot about like forms and structures and uh, textures and mm-hmm. and also like a, a dedication to to craft because you know jazz and classical takes a lot of time just to like learn and and study so doing the same thing and like really diving into the set of influences that I want to pull from for No Swoon is like being respectful to this tradition of, of dream pop and rock music and mm-hmm. yeah. That's interesting. And so you guys put out two singles this mm-hmm. year so far, one in May and one in June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When did you guys write these songs? How'd they come together? Is it a long time coming, releasing oh, yeah. these songs? Yeah. Yes, a long time still coming. Still and Gold, he said. Yeah, Still was the first song we wrote in California, like early 2016. So it's mm-hmm. definitely been a while. Um, I don't remember. Did we break gold here? Uh, I think out here. You know, yeah. It's all it's all a jumble. Probably when we landed back in New York in, yeah. in mid-2016. But the songs have changed so much from like having a drum track and I don't know, even the parts changed. And you learn so much as you're recording two things just have a mind of their own. Yeah, to me, it's fascinating to hear about a band saying we wrote this song a couple of years ago but you only just released it mm-hmm. so how much did it change over the course of three years the, it, the biggest thing was uh, Ricky so mm-hmm. both of these songs were written without a live drummer and then we kind of took all the songs that we had that we play out live at our shows and we brought it in with, with Ricky and sort of like rearranged them and kind of like tore them down to nothing and built them back up to where they are now. Mm-hmm. So like they were, I feel like they were sketched in 2015 and then really written 
in their present time in 2017. Yeah, that's when, when we, we recorded. Yeah, and we spent like six months almost playing with Ricky, like two times a week before we even played live. Uh, and that was just like building our vibe as a band and redoing all the songs. And and that's sort of what solidified them. And then in, in the tracking process, and this speaks to what you were saying, Tasha, that you know you add stuff and you change stuff and you like hone in your particular thing that you want. And that was like sort of the final step. Mm-hmm. And what was the recording process like for these songs? You guys record them here in Brooklyn, New York City. Yeah, we recorded drums at Diamond City Studio, which was in the city at the time. I think did they move to Brooklyn? Yeah, they, they yeah. moved. Um, and that was a is a beautiful space. The yeah. drums sounded amazing in there. And then the rest of it kind of got recorded over time. Um, we tracked some of the guitars there, but then we would track guitars later i mean it really was like over Mm -hmm. a couple months black lodge in Mm -hmm. in bushwick we did uh spent like two full days there doing stuff Mm -hmm. vocals were done in our apartment yeah oh wow (laughs) very cool Mm -hmm. yeah and since where did you i forget the name of it uh yeah i forget shame melt melt studios (laughs) Cool, and it sounds like everyone did a really good job on these songs. They sound great. You Thank guys you. sound great. And there's one more song coming out in the near yes. future. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about that sneak peek? Yeah, it's called Blame the Messenger. Um, it's an interesting one. It uh, has a little surprise in the middle at, and at the end, I think. It's a little unexpected. Oh, so wow. I'm excited for it, though. Yeah. Well... I think we should listen to Gold, He Said, and Still, the two singles that you guys have already released. Anything you'd like to say about these songs? Anything else? Hmm. Well, I think a lot of the magic came from our mixing engineer, George Elbrecht. We were super stoked to have him on it. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, we were reaching out to like who would be our top choices and... Um, his manager came back to us and was super nice and he liked the music and was interested. So he worked on it and we were just blown away with how those came out. Mm-hmm. Um, about the other songs? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's, <laughs> let's play them. You guys, they're great songs. We're about to hear Gold He Said and Still, the two latest singles from my friends No Swoon. Enjoy.
All right, we just heard the two latest singles from No Swoon, Gold, he said, and still, thanks for sharing those songs with us, guys. It was a pleasure to hear them. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for putting them on. And you guys are playing August 8th at Elsewhere on the Rooftop. We are. With our friend Rhodes Rollins. Yes. I'm very excited for that show. Um, yeah. Fingers crossed it's going to be a beautiful day. No, please no rain, August. You Absolutely never know. Absolutely <laughs> no rain. But let's transition to the second portion of the program. You guys pick some records from my record collection, and we're going to play the songs and talk about them. So we'll start with Beach House. Yeah. Beach House, Depression Cherry. Um, this album is so beautiful. I'm a longtime fan of Beach House. I actually... I heard them, they were opening for, oh my goodness, I don't even remember who they were opening for because I think I like them better, like years ago when they first started. Um, and I've been following them since. But this album specifically, I think, really inspired um, what we're doing now. I think still this last song actually is extremely inspired by Sparks from Beach House. Yeah. They were listening to that a lot and yeah. They're amazing. I love them. And we were just talking during the break about how Beach House has been so consistently good. And mm -hmm. it's incredible how good they are. They just consistently churn out great records. Yeah. Even if it's like a month after they're yeah. one. I, hope, I wish they did that again this time. I know. But I Wait, guess. Are you going to see them when they're coming out here? Yeah, definitely. Are you Same. guys? Oh, yeah. How oh, cool. We'll, yeah. we'll have some beers or something. Sounds good. <laughs> so Sparks by Beach House. Yes. And after that, another band we were talking about during the break, Cocktoo Twins. Oh, yes. It was so hard to choose an album and a song. Um, but we chose Heaven or Las Vegas. I couldn't pick a song, so I figured let's just do the title track. But um, they're also obviously a very influential band. I grew up listening to them and um, This Mortal Coil. My mom... She was like the OG goth mom. It sounds, so, yeah. sounds like it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So revisiting them has definitely been huge. Mm -hmm. So heaven or Las Vegas, yeah. you could definitely hear the influence in your sound, which is a great thing. Thank you. So very Elizabeth Frazier e voice. I'll take Beautiful it. voice. Take it. <laughs> put it on the promotion materials immediately. Yes. All right. And after that, we have... Great Beatles album, Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah, it's one of my favorite uh, Beatles albums and one of my favorite songs, uh, Blue Jay Way, which is kind of like a, a sleeper track in Beatles world, uh, but it's incredible. And the story apparently is that uh, Harrison was just waiting for somebody. I, think, I don't know, maybe Paul or somebody else in, in the... Probably John. Probably <laughs> uh, in LA at on Blue Jay Lane and he just like wrote this song and that's kind of it it's just like the story of this dude who's really bored waiting for his friends yeah. to show up <laughs> you think it's something super deep and it's just like ah, I was just waiting just chilling <laughs> but I, I I love this there's like cello all over it which is really beautiful it's like all of uh, Paul's like reverse sort of music concrete influence uh it's just it's such a great track one of my 
one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, I was revisiting it when you told me you picked it, and I forgot. This I was like, this is a great song. Mm-hmm. Kudos, great pick. <laughs> I got to ask you guys both a personal question. Feel mm-hmm. free to not answer it. Favorite Beatle? Oh, it's so difficult. I, I'm gonna. People are probably gonna hate me for this. I don't like John as a person, but he's my favorite musically. I, I have to say Paul just because I'm I'm a bass player and his bass playing is so good. <laughs> Do you find have you had different favorite Beatles at different points in your life? Absolutely. I feel like people go through that. Yeah. I think I'm back to John now and I yeah. was George Harrison for a while. I mean because yeah. just how much I love um Here Comes the Sun. Yes, it's so beautiful. It's a beautiful also song. I I think he is the best post Beatles output. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. All Things Must All, Pass. Is, well, yeah. What a great record. What <laughs> so a good. what an incredible, probably, I dare say, the best Beatles solo album. I think that's my favorite one. I don't know. Temporary Secretary? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, yeah, All Things Must Pass is incredible. So, Blue Jay Way by the Beatles. Yeah. The great, the Fab Four. And then little bit of jazz here some duke ellington we yeah. were talking about your background in jazz and classical music so this is a great pick thanks mm-hmm. for picking it of course cottontail uh this is like classic duke ellington big band from 1940 or 41 uh it's called the the blanton webster band which is named after the bass player jimmy blanton who was one of the all-time influential bass players in jazz history personally hero of mine and ellington for me is like arguably the most important musical influence in my life uh i've been listening to him my first record that i ever bought was an early ellington album i was in like third grade i was a really weird kid uh (laughs) and then i i just kept like studying this music and you know this music is is my is my bible this is like my thing and duke is is the prophet the prophet duke (laughs) excellent thanks for sharing that it's always great for me to hear about musicians musical influences and their backgrounds and why they chose a certain record they chose how it influences the music they make so let's take it away we're starting off with beach house sparks beatles blue jay way cocktoo twins heaven or las vegas and duke ellington cottontail
Swoon, thanks for those great picks. Thank you for being on the program with me today. Thanks yeah. for having us. It's thanks been for letting fun. us come in. So you guys have a show coming up on August 8th on the rooftop at Elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. Everyone come out. Oh, I'll be there. <laughs> Everyone will be there. And you can find your music on noswoon.bandcamp.com. You're also mm-hmm. on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Anything else you'd like to say? We just got a Twitter. We just, just got, got a Twitter. Twitter. I don't know it's if it's still exciting. a thing, but we just got it. It's so. a thing. It's a thing. So everyone can find you on Twitter, Instagram yeah, as Instagram, well. We were plugging this pretty yeah. hard on Instagram. <laughs> and your next single will be dropping in the near future? Yeah, yeah. within the month. Within the month? Most likely. Oh, yeah. we'll see. Waiting Surprise. with bated breath right here. <laughs> yeah. You guys, thanks again. It was a pleasure you. meeting you, you. And I look forward to the show on August 8th Great. at 
elsewhere. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.